Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here my approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins. I'm a wine appreciator, nature-obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired, and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Good morning. Good morning. One of my favorite times of the week, getting to come to you guys and chat about all the things, leadership and growth and mindset, team, culture, up-leveling, identity shifts. Oh my gosh, I've got a goodie for you today, actually. It's a little bit of a a different format and I'm really digging it. So um, let me know what you think. And um, if you like it, I'll keep doing it. If you don't like it, I might still keep doing it, but (laughs) we'll see. Um, so today is a client a client lessons um, episode, Be- mainly because. So first of all, I just I, I personally love the structure of these episodes when I hear other people doing them. I love hearing the the behind the scenes, like the deep work that other people are going through with their clients and you know, just getting to hear about like what's actually going on behind the scenes. And I have been noticing a bit of a theme with a few of my clients lately in them going through challenges that a lot of my other clients are going through at the same time. And so what would typically happen in a session like that, um, a, a lot of the time, a really big piece is just helping my clients understand that they are not alone, <laughs> that they are not weird or unusual or that there's something wrong with them, that actually the challenges that they're going through are really, really natural and normal. And, um, you know, a lot of them are just part of the business journey and so many other clients are going through them as well. And I just thought how awesome would it be to actually have a a few podcast episodes where I get to share some of these ins and outs with you. And so there was actually so many when I even just literally looked back on my my week of coaching from last week. Um, And I'm going to break them into lessons of three. Um, Otherwise, it might might be a bit too much for you. Um, And basically, the structure is going to be, I'll give you an intro on who the client is, what challenge they're facing, um, what the solution was for them, and then what the lessons were that they took away that you would be able to integrate and implement into your life and business or team. Um, And, you know, I think it all comes from that philosophy that no matter what you're going through, (laughs) 
like no matter how hard the situation is that you're facing and we all have them, I've definitely had my fair share, uh, there's always a gift in the shit. <laughs> As my one of my favourite coaches used to say to me, there's always a gift in the shit and that often the, the heaviness of a challenging situation in our life the heaviness and the struggle from it often sort of starts to fade away once we realize, you know, why we had to go through that and like what the lesson was that we had to walk away with. I know that's definitely been true for me. So um, uh, let me jump into it. So introducing three different clients. This first one is actually a private client and um She's from overseas, so she's an international client. Uh, she's been a really, really long-standing client, actually, um, probably one of my first ever in my business. She's a mum of three very young kids, a super high performer, um, absolutely amazing at what she does. And I've been coaching her for a while now, so probably four or five years, and um what I what I know to be true for this human is that work and, you know, an achievement and career has been a really top priority for her for a long time, which has been a juggle while she's had three very young kids. And um, currently she's working in a small-ish uh, business in quite a, um, what I'd call a lucrative sort of career, so quite a, like a high it's like an incentivized based career that you can make quite a lot of money out of it. So it's got quite a like an achievement oriented work culture where that's like, you know, a big priority within that organization. And I guess what she has started to discover is that this workplace, while it has so many positives and had been a big dream of hers to work in this particular organization. She's also started to recognize that the work culture and the leadership there is not entirely aligned values wise to what she sees as really important. And I think this has started, has been starting to feel, you know, more and more obvious to her. She's been feeling um, quite burnt out. And uh, maybe not being the person that she wants to be while at home with her kids. And she's just been noticing a stronger and stronger desire to want to have more time with her kids, to to be more present and be there for the, the pick up, pickups and the drop-offs from school. And she's just been hearing this voice from within that's been saying things like, you know, life is short. I'm not going to get this time back with the kids and um, a lot of a lot of those kind of messages that I think a lot of mums can um, can really appreciate. And even as I'm reading this through, you know, I'm I'm feeling quite emotional because I think this is a, a challenge for all parents out there, um, particularly mums who uh, have a desire to be in the workplace. They love what they do. And sometimes there's also an expectation for mums to be back at work and the, the, the pull and the pulling and the tugging that can occur from within <sighs> between wanting to work and then also wanting to be with the kids. Um, 
so you know this this particular client it's it's funny how our clients often mirror so much of, <laughs> of what um what uh, or what us as coaches can be experiencing ourselves so i really really felt for this client so that's her in a nutshell um yeah she's in a in a in a pretty great um, line of work. The, however, the work environment's not feeling aligned. Leadership's not feeling aligned, and she's feeling that that pull to to spend more time with the kids. And the extra challenge here is that she had recently had a performance review um, that, to me, indicated that her management had not received training on how to deliver feedback in a constructive way. So she walked away from this performance review feeling relatively deflated um, and disengaged. So basically it ended up being kind of like a wake-up call in a way for her to get really clear on what truly mattered to her. So in our coaching what we did was we had a conversation about what was most important to her here? Like, what are her, what are her values? What actually, you know, what, what matters most to her when it comes to work, when it comes to life? Like, what does a rich and meaningful and, you know, heart-led life look like for her? And first and foremost got really clear on what those things were for her so that she could start to take some action aligned with those things because values can be really really powerful in that way they can kind of anchor us back into our priorities when we're feeling sometimes like a little bit confused and lost and deflated so we got really clear on um you know what her needs were what her values were so that she could you know prepare for having a conversation with um, her leadership team and taking some steps forward from from that place and the lessons here were so this was a really interesting one actually one of the first lessons was she the all the background actually i'll give you first is that she's been doing a lot of inner work on this whole uh part of her identity or this part of her that really really like loves to perform and loves to achieve and um you know this achievement side to her personality and she's she loves that part of her but she's been wanting to balance it out a little bit like um because sometimes it can kind of like really run the show and so she's been doing a lot of this inner work and one of the lessons that we took away from the coaching ses session was that doing the work works. Doing the work works. So she noticed that she has been experiencing a shift in her identity. She has been noticing that work, while still important, is no longer having the the control over her that it used to it, it's no longer everything for her she's feeling more and more clear about you know what her priorities are and that actually you know being a mum and being home has felt more important than ever for her lately she's also more clear than ever about what 
you know, her work needs to look like for it to feel meaningful and fulfilling for her and what sort of support and conditions she needs to have in her life for it to support, you know, a thriving life for her. So, you know, she she got clear during our coaching that she really wanted to go to part-time work, that that just felt really supportive for her. And one of the other things that we also came back to within the coaching session was we refreshed ourselves on what does she actually have control over in this situation versus what does she not? So, you know, we were clear on the fact that she can't control her boss's management skills. Um, We can't control her boss, but we can control how she communicates her needs at work and how she shows up at work and, you know, how she decides to see herself and her potential. You know, you can always control your own mindset, your own actions, right? And now she has a plan that is anchored in her values, in how she wants to move forward to actually address these work issues and communicate her needs at work. You know, she has a plan of how she wants to actually show up and request that part-time work and deep and anchored from a deep and anchored like values place. And because while her priority used to be performing at work, she said for her now it's about performing at home which is massive. It's so massive to hear that from this particular client. And I think one of the big client lessons here is that it's always possible to shift even the parts of yourself that seem so deep and, you know, anchored from within, that it's always possible to change. It's always possible to step more and more into the person that you want to be and that when you do the work it works and that when you can when you focus on what you're in control over that it gets you back into a more um, powerful in control self so that's client number one um i hope you enjoyed getting to hear a little bit about her story. So client number two, a little bit of a different, a different story here, but similar, similar coaching methods, um, you know, similar solutions that we needed to come back to. So this client number two is a CEO of an Australian environmental organization that's very, very impact led. He is a clever, loyal, intuitive, like really committed and passionate leader who really leads from his heart, like a real, yeah, just really, really cares about people, planet, all the things. Um, The challenge for this human is that he's been in this role for quite a while and he's been feeling pretty burnt out and pretty, um, yeah, pretty overwhelmed for quite a few years His health has been suffering um, both physically and mentally. And he's recently been sort of feeling a call to make a change. He's feeling a call to explore other options and to see like what other options are out there because he's really given this role a fair crack and he wants to know like what else he can do because there's been some 
you know, some physical ailments that have been showing up and he's been looking at like, what, what can I actually do here? So when we had this, our first coaching conversation around this, you know, I first and foremost, I really wanted to reassure this client, um, that there are always, 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 always options because sometimes our minds can default into, you know, that there's, there's just no way out or I'm stuck like this forever, or this is how it's always going to be. Um, you know, it's just not possible to change. And that core belief is one of the first ones that I always love to dive into when working with clients is to help them realize that there are always, 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 always options out, always. <laughs> In case I wasn't very clear there, always. And while we don't always know what we want the next step to look like just yet, it's it's really important to help our clients know that there's like so many opportunities and possibilities to move forward, no matter how stuck you're feeling, no matter how swamped in work or stressed or burnt out or whatever you are. There's like, there's so many ways out and whether that's coaching, whether that's leadership training, whether that's finding another role, whether that's taking a break, whether that's psychological support, you know, there's just so many options. So during our coaching, what we did was I wanted to first and foremost, come back to this, this guy's values, like what really matters to him, like what his core passions are, you know, what does a rich and meaningful life really look like to him? What really, really matters. And, you know, he shared that, what really mattered to him was, um, you know, doing passion, like doing fulfilling work that really makes a difference and being able to be the person that he wants to be so that he can show up for his kids and, you know, actually have some really, really good time with his family and for his health to be at a point that he can really enjoy the life that he wants to live and to, you know, explore some of his more creative pursuits and passions. He wanted more simplicity. And, you know, we sort of created a list about like what really mattered at the heart of it. I also shared with this client, um, you know, just what it means when, when our bodies start to, you know, show up with ailments and illnesses and, you know, sometimes we can look at the body as, as the enemy, like, you know, why aren't you showing up in the way I want you to? But sometimes we forget that actually this is the body's way of communicating with us. That if we've got a sore back, that often, you know, that's the body's way of communicating with us that we're not feeling supported, um, that we're pushing it too hard. It's like it's the body's only language that it has to communicate with us is through sensations, right? So the lessons from this client, first and foremost, in, in case you didn't catch it, <laughs> there's always, 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 always options. Or we, the first part is just taking that first step to actually reach out to someone, share where you're at, and there's always a way out of it. The other lesson is to listen to your body and to know that your body is on your side and that it's trying to work with you. It's trying to communicate with you. So don't ignore those sensations. The other lesson here is that taking the first step to ask for help is usually the hardest. And, and I know for this particular client, 
he's been having a bit of a hard time for quite a few years now. And making that first phone call, taking that first step to reach out and get support is usually the hardest one. But everything opens up from there. That's when everything gets to shift. It's never too late to make a change. It's never too late to make a change. You know, this CEO is a little bit later on in life. I won't give any specific ages, but, um, you know, many people would say it would be too late to make a career change. And I believe and I know that it's never too late to make a change. It's never too late to start. And actually the changes that we seek are often easier than what we think. Um, We often think that we have to make a radical, radical life change in order to find the fulfillment and the meaning that we desire, but that actually it's often the smallest changes that make the biggest impact. So, um, yeah, it's often easier than what you think and it's never too late. Okay, client number three, lucky last. Uh, So while I'll focus on one particular client here, I want to say that this has been a challenge for almost all of my clients in to some extent lately. Um, it's definitely been a theme just like in WA in Australia, probably in, in globally. Um, but I'll focus on one particular client here and that is a small health organization. They've got around 30 team members. Yeah, they're focused in the health industry Um, going really, really well financially. They've got a really strong culture. The challenge for them and for many of my clients is um, the experience of pretty significant turnover of of team members. So this particular client has lost around five or six team members, um, uh, maybe five to seven uh, over the last month or so for various reasons, you know, maternity leave, um, changing career, travel, all of the things. Um, and you know, it's been a, it's been a busy time of re-recruiting for roles and, you know, feeling understaffed and all of the stress and the ripple effect that that often occurs. So what the solution was, so this client, could have chosen to see this situation as a really, really negative thing, right? They could have chosen to say like, oh my God, what's wrong with us? Like, why can't we hold on to staff? Like, what are we doing wrong? You know, woe is me. This is so hard. All of the things. But one of the things I really want to acknowledge this client for is that, you know, they chose to see this, this turnover of staff as a positive thing. Because the people who left, while they were all, you know, fantastic, fantastic humans, they chose to see this as an opportunity to find even more values aligned staff, even more purpose aligned team members, so that they could shift even into even higher levels of, you know, culture and engagement and performance. You know, this this client's always been really good at finding values aligned team members, but they made the decision that going forward, they wanted to find not only values aligned team members, but um, but people who truly believed in their mission and their purpose and their vision and where they're actually headed, like what they're here for. 
So that was going to be like a really, really big shift that they made going forward, which is massive, right? And they also decided to use this as an opportunity to find efficiencies in their recruitment and their onboarding. Because when you do things in a group, you know, when you recruit, I do a recruitment drive doing, you know, five or seven roles, you can find efficiencies efficiencies there, right? And particularly when you, you're onboarding a group of people all at the same time, it means that you can get five or six or seven individuals into a room all at the same time and go really deep on the parts of the onboarding processes that are all about your vision and your values and, you know, what you stand for and building those, those, that, those connections and that passion that will last a lifetime at work. So this means that this client got to actually save quite a lot of time in the long run and really invest a lot of time, you know, at the start of the year, but knowing the long-term impact that that's going to have later on, particularly knowing that things often get busy later on, right? So, so many wins from this. So the lessons here, the lessons that I really saw is that you know, mindset matters. Mindset really, really matters so much, doesn't it? Like you get to choose how you see a situation. You always get to choose your view. And this client could have told themselves that, you know, turnover and losing staff meant that, you know, it was something bad or that they'd done something wrong or something was wrong with them as an organization. But my experience as a coach in this space for almost almost 15 years now has shown me that, you know, often these big batches of turnover can happen in cycles, um, like, you know, once every three or four years, I often tend to know, and sometimes it can be more often than that, but often it's around that three-year mark. Often organisations will lose, lose quite a few team members and it usually, if it's going to happen at any time of the year, we usually happen towards the end of the year, which kind of helps us with planning as well, right? To know that like we might lose someone towards the end of the year. So let's, let's plan for that in advance and how we can do a big recruitment drive at the start of the year. And, you know, while it's, it can often be quite hard in the moment to be understaffed, you know, Uh, sharing roles to make up for those people that you don't have. It's usually a really great thing long-term to lose certain team members because it often means that you are shifting as an organization, like you're up-leveling, you're evolving into your next levels. And, and And the ones that are ready to evolve with you, like the ones that are aligned to your next level, they'll come along for the journey. They will also grow. They will also up-level. They'll also shift as you grow. But the ones who are not aligned, who are not ready to come along for the journey, those are the ones that will usually drop off and that that's okay. It's okay to have that drop off, that it actually is a really great thing long-term. So there's some really, really big wins, big wins. So um, three clients, three very challenging and different situations and three incredible lessons that these guys got to take away. So let me really quickly recap those. So with the first client, we had those identity shifts. 
you know, her moving from wanting to perform at work to towards actually wanting to perform at home for her kids and her family. Um, so lessons there, the identity shifts are always possible when you do the inner work. And I think the other piece that was really important here is, you know, when you focus on what you're in control over, because we can't control everything, right? But if we come back to what we can control and get, get clear on what really matters to us, like our values, that that's when we can, we can really take action from an empowered place and we actually get back in control of the situation. Client number two was that CEO who was feeling a bit of a change in a call. And the lesson here was it's never too late to make a change. It's never too late to ask for help. And it's often the first step that is the hardest. But when you make that change, there's always, 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 always options. Client number three. So the client number three one was the one with lots of turnover of staff. And the lesson here was that your mindset matters and that you can choose how you view to see a situation and that some views are helpful you know, choosing to see the situation as a great opportunity to up-level and other views are not so helpful. For example, if they chose to see it, see this situation as like, you know, a sign that they were doing something wrong or something was wrong with us. So three clients, three challenges, three incredible lessons. And I think it's just this great reminder that there's always a gift in the shit. I hope you liked this lesson. Um, let me know. I'd, I'd love to hear your feedback on whether you want me to keep these going, um, whether you got a lot out of these, you know, behind the scenes stories. And a real quick one for you as we finish off, I'm running a leadership retreat, um, my first ever one, out in the Swan Valley at the end of this month with one of my dear friends, Jason, who is absolutely amazing. Um, and it's going to be so, so cool. It's going to be all about mindset. We're going to do purpose, values, um, a bit of breath work, a bit of meditation, uh, identity shifts. There's going to be the opportunity to get really quiet and go within and create that space so you can connect with what truly matters to you. Um, There's going to be great chats. There's going to be laughter and fun, yummy food, kombucha, maybe some champagne, who knows? We've already got a whole bunch of people who have already signed up and there are spaces limited. So if you want to learn more about it, the early bird is open for just a few more days. So send me an email on hello at emmacampbell.com.au and I can share some more info with it. Um, It's going to be amazing and I would love to see you there. So just reach out hello at emmacampbell.com.au. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed, I would just love it if you took one little minute to leave a quick review or even to share this potty with a friend who you think might benefit from its message. It's honestly hearing your feedback that keeps me going and helps me spread the word to get in the ears of other people just like you who are going through similar challenges and keen for a little bit of inspiration. Thank you so much. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you.